Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back to the annals of true crime to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. My name's Mark Decano, your host, and with me as always are my friends, Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. And on this episode we have with us a special guest, Wilro. Hello. Will, what are you? <laughs> what yeah. are What's going on? <laughs> Who the hell are you? There's another ah. person. <laughs> I'm a, uh, I'm a human being. Yep. Um, I guess I'm here because I make podcasts um, rather than just being alive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yes, Will does mainly for podcasts for the the Times, brackets of London. That's true, isn't it? That is true. Yeah, um, it's very traditional. But the Times of London. If you're thinking of comparing his podcasts with our <laughs> podcasts, you're wholly misguided. Um, so what uh, what podcasts have you done? Will? Uh, yeah, so I'll give you the uh, the spiel. I work for Stories of Our Times, so that's the podcast. If any listeners want to download it, search for it, find it, it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so you just type in Stories of Our Times. Um, it's a daily news podcast, so there's one out every day, Monday through Friday. Um, but I sort of particularly make series within that podcast, so that's sort of one of my jobs. So I've done a couple of series which, you know, you guys, fans of true crime, might be into. Um, yep. Did one, it was two years ago now, because uh, we're in January. So one in 2020 called Who Killed CJ Davis? Um, that was with the Times crime correspondent, John Simpson, in which mm-hmm. he went to Newham in East London to follow the story, a very sad story, of a teenage boy who was 14 who was shot dead in 2017 in an apparent sort of gangland motive, so to speak. And so I worked with John on that uh, with CJ Davis's mother, Keisha McLeod, mm-hmm. still fighting for justice. That was a six-part series. We recently did a seventh part, which came out just the end of last year, which was a kind of update on the case. Right. It's one of those where it's the sad truth is that there isn't really an update. The police have got no further. The wall of silence mm-hmm. well. is still there. So yeah, so um, so I made that, and then last year in 2021, did a series called 17 Years, the Andrew Malkinson story, in which Emily Dugan, who's a journalist at the Sunday Times, mm-hmm. follows a kind of live story of a chap called Andrew Malkinson, who in 2004 was sent to jail. Um, he was convicted of rape up in Manchester, Greater Manchester, Salford to be specific. Mm-hmm. And he did 17 years, hence the title, and uh, he always maintained his innocence. And through working on that podcast and investigating with Emily, we believe his conviction to be unsafe, essentially. So Mm -hmm. you can't say ultimately whether or not he did it, but there's so much evidence that's come out, so many things that she uncovered, which would suggest Mm -hmm. that this is something which Greater Manchester Police really do need to relook at. Um, so yeah, that was a six-part series, and um, the sort of the live investigation part or the live element of it is it's now with a thing called the Criminal Case Review Commission, yeah. which is if you are sent to jail in the United Kingdom or England and Wales, um, if you think I didn't do it, wasn't me, some other bloke, um, then you go to them and say, hey, look at my case, review my case, please, yeah. and in theory they help you out. But I think what Emily found is that they're not really at the moment fit for purpose due to things like underfunding 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I don't want to throw, you know, shades at them, but yeah, they could do with a bit more money and actually investigate stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll have a whip round later. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to this episode. So thanks. The date we're looking at on this episode is the 14th of February. And in 1929, seven members of the Chicago Northside gang were gunned down in a garage, effectively ending the city's gang warfare and granting Al Capone total control of organized crime in Chicago. Valentine's Day. Bummer. The St. Valentine's Day massacre shot the world and went down in history as the epitome of gang violence in the Prohibition era. Was... That'd be annoying if you'd booked a romantic table there. <laughs> See a load of what, people killed. What? At a garage. <laughs> What was it? It, not? Would, it would be very disappointing <laughs> if you booked a table in a garage. Yeah, we could have dinner in a garage, and then some people would be gunned down. Was it not? Where's the? What's the venue then? It's a, a garage. Garage. But yeah. what? Oh, right, okay. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was a. It's called the Valentine's Day massacre <laughs> because it was. Well, on anyway, Day. it's still. I think, I think still be annoying. You might have been thinking about when Al Capone was having dinner with his friends and family in his hotel, and Moran exactly drove past and gunned. And gun, yeah. And, and Moran really? at them. Moran actually got out and emptied a hundred rounds with a Tommy gun through them. Is that one of his henchmen? No, no. no Moran, Moran from the was North, the uh, so was Bugs the head Moran of the North side. Yeah. Bugs Moran was the head of the North Side gang, and right. Al Capone was head of the Chicago oh, yes, outfit. The rivals, yes. Yeah, okay. So they're vying, they're vying for control of, of uh, Valentine's Day gifts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, small hearts. It's the Hallmark Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, it's mostly bootlegging operations, but also, you know, prostitution and racketeering, that sort of thing. So to be the outright owners of the area or the... Yeah, the king What do you call it? The pitch or something? The pitch. Do you call it that? Well, yeah. They'll just run the, run the city. They'll be the, the, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. the big crime boss. The top dog. Top dog. There the big go. kahuna. Number one man, top dog, Mr. Big. The big cheese. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> Can I just check? Was his name Alan? Uh, no, it was Alphonse. Well, Alphonse. Oh, yeah, that's more. If you no think, one's called Alfred. Alfred if you no one, one, no one. Oh, if you well, called Alan. How many people of Italian heritage <laughs> <laughs> do you know that are called Alan? No, Alan? no one called Alan does mass murders, does he? No. They're always no. Al Alfredo or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps he should have gone. Perhaps he should have been called that, and then he would have been on the straight and narrow. <laughs> yeah, but named him Alan instead of Alfred. Right, go on then. Tell us. So how did we get there? <laughs> so back in 1920, you've got uh, Papa Johnny Tario, who's in charge <laughs> of the uh, the South Side mob, which is later known as the Chicago Outfit. This is a predominantly Italian, and he's got this lieutenant, Al Capone. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got the North Side gang, which at the time is run by uh, Dino Banyan. This is um Irish mob. Um, some Polish. Johnny Tario, he decides that it's in everyone's interest if they can all work together. So they will basically have a big meeting, they carve up Chicago into territories, and everyone, they can pool their money and resources in like one big major crime syndicate. And everyone goes along with this for a while. He came back years later and he formed the National Crime Syndicate. So that's when you're getting together people like Lucky Luciano by uniting all the families. So there's an incident in 1924. Um, Dino Banyan um, basically has a go at a rival named uh, Angelo Jenner. Wise guy. Uh, <laughs> he's bet and lost uh, a large amount of cash, and he's basically he wants uh, Banyan wants to call in his marker. Capone said, you know, let's just 
let it go, professional courtesy. We'll we'll leave it. Don't worry about the money. O'Banion kicks off about it. So he's marked for death, okay. essentially. Now, he ran a florist shop. And uh, so late 1924, a couple of gunmen walk into the florists and open up with a shotgun and a Tommy gun. He's dead. Now, this is what effectively kicks off the next five years' worth of gang warfare between the, the Chicago outfit and the Northside gang, this, this hit. Of course you realise this means war. He succeeded by a man named uh, Vincent Drucci, who himself is killed in 1927 in a gunfight with police. And then Drucci is succeeded by Bugs Moran. Right, you are. The Southside gang, meanwhile, the Chicago outfit, they're run by Johnny Torrio... Until, in 1925, there's an assassination attempt. Um, he's shot a number of times. Um, now, he recovers from his wounds, but he basically goes into semi-retirement and he hands over control to Capone. Oh. Can't. Oh. <laughs> so it's north side versus south side, mm-hmm. like uh, sharks versus the jets, in a mm-hmm. sort of weird mm-hmm. north side story. It's step, kick, step, twirl. Got it? It's now Moran versus Capone for two years until... 1929. And now Al Capone is very good at not being involved in anything. In fact, on the day of the massacre, good he, was idea. In, he was in Florida. Right, right, right. right. So, yeah, cast iron alibi. If good idea, like. yeah, yeah. And the idea was that um, Bugs Moran was going to the garage. This, this is um, basically their base of operations, their base of their bootlegging operation. 2122 North Clark Street, which is in the north side of Chicago. Okay, mm-hmm. So that's the, the base of operations. So he was going there, and there was going to be uh, seven other people, including like his lieutenants. But he arrived late, and so when he got there, everyone in his gang had basically been gunned down. The plan was to shoot him. Right. Um, but he, he wasn't there. So what happened was um, you got seven people in the garage. A police car pulls up, and two guys in police uniforms come out, and they go into the garage, and they basically stop everyone. I line up, all of you, face that wall. So they think they're all under arrest. Turns out these policemen, if indeed they are policemen or not wearing fake uniforms, they then let in two other people with Thompson's Tommy guns and they basically just gunned down the whole lot. While they were all up against the wall? Where? I didn't know that. I thought it was more of a Bugsy Malone kind of... through restaurant, not with a splurge gun. but <laughs> custard pies. <laughs> yeah. But a kind of tinkling piano and... Uh, uh, Dancing showgirls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, for some reason, <laughs> thought it was that. <laughs> um, right, so it was a bit. Um, I mean, I know the whole lot's underhand, <laughs> but it was a bit underhand. It's a bit dodgy, wasn't it? It wasn't really cricket. rude, isn't it? It's rude. <laughs> Did it while my back was. And it was really messy as well. I mean, well, it would be. All of it? them suffered multiple gunshots. Multiple yeah, deaths. To chests, body, head, legs. Well, you yeah. would. <laughs> back, all the backs. Yeah. All the I'd bits. Say, yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, one one of them, uh, Frank Gusenberg, mm-hmm. he was uh, he got fourteen bullet wounds. Yep, and he was still alive when the actual police arrived. But because of uh, the nature of the, the gangsters, such as they were, they asked him who who it was that shot him, and he he said, "No one shot me." Right, of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fell on a bullet. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, and he died like a few hours later. Right. Oh, okay. He was probably going to anyway, wasn't he? Yeah. But if he'd have the... if he'd have survived, then he wouldn't have lived very long. Uh, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah if he'd have survived, survived no, if he'd have survived, survived if he'd have told them, <laughs> he wouldn't have lived. Oh, oh so right, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So true. you just don't answer because you're dead anyway. 
But if you did anyway, you couldn't tell him. You could have said, <laughs> then you can yeah. drop in your the the rival guy. They are uh, yeah, it is his enemy. It's not that's like true. Him. You could say anything. Yeah, true. Anyway, to be fair, honor to him. isn't there. There's yeah. honor in these kind of things. honor among people yeah. who I ain't kill each other. Thieves. I ain't squealing. <laughs> <laughs> so Al Capone was in having a holiday or yeah. whatever. It's it's he lived public. in Florida. That was okay, his home, yeah. he was being quite public that day as well, wasn't he? Out and about. And understandable, mm. I suppose. Yeah, but that's what he. That's what he. What he was. Um, egocentric, obviously. You have to be, but he was very much the centre of attention. He loved loved playing up to the press and everything. Did he live in Florida? Yeah, a house in Florida. Yeah. Ah. Running a crime syndicate in Chicago. Yeah, that's a good life, isn't it's it? Right? Good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't realise that. We well, don't want all that happening on your doorstep, do you? You know, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Hell, here's to the Sunshine State. Chicago is still like one of the capital uh, gangland murder cities murder in capitals. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the one of the, it's way way up there. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually still got gangland violence. If anything, if anything, Al Capone did them a, a favour in very commerce because um, because he effectively ended violence between gangs in Chicago. It's still violence. It's still you know using extortion and you know if you didn't yep. buy liquor off him, he'd blow up your calf tavern, whatever. Oh, okay, right, right. Speakeasy. Um, it still blow it up. It's still people being killed, but not between. It wasn't gang violence and crossfire casualties, or anything like that. Whereas now there is. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Random. Just randomness. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen some like it hot? Mm-hmm. Well, that opening scene. Yes, when they're in the plane in the. Uh... No, the opening scene. Well, maybe not the opening opening scene, but. So you know where the two characters, the Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis character, <coughs> yep. so they're these depression era, uh, they're out of work. Yeah. Or they're the, the he plays a big the double bass. Yes, and the other yes, one plays yes. the saxophone. And then they're getting nowhere. Yeah. As men. And the Saint Valentine, because I actually looked this up the other night, because I was like reading up about Al Capone. I thought this sounds awfully familiar. And right. that opening scene where Spats Colombo and his guys go in. <laughs> right? Of course. That's the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Right. That's what that's based on. But that's in a on. kind of... Garage. Because Tony Curtis goes to his girlfriend, and it's on Valentine's Day, and he goes, baby, what are you doing tonight? And she goes, ooh, yeah. da, da, da. and he says, so you ain't using your car. Right, right. And so they walk down, don't they? Oh, uh, okay. And then they witness... Yes. The shooting, yes. and, they, and, and that's why they have and it's to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they get protected by the double bass, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they go on the run. And then the <coughs> well, that's why they had to go on the run. Well, they had to yeah. go on the gun. They had to get out of there. Then they change into women. Dress up. S- spoiler alert for yeah. you know, 1959 <laughs> film here. Yeah. Sorry if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and then of course, when the gangsters catch up with them when they find that you know the, they open up the double base yeah. and they see the bullet holes and they go they ain't no dames <laughs> that's, when the, that's when the coin drops so right right so that, that's quite similar well it's well it's based on it isn't mm-hmm. it but i don't know if al capone and the guys did actually what was he called spats spats colombo <laughs> he's the <laughs> but there's also another funny bit in that film where they have like a sort of a gangster conference yep you know, where they all turn up. Heads of the where, Yeah, and that's where Spats Columbo gets gunned down and he goes, there's something in the cake that didn't agree with him because the yeah, guy comes yeah, in yeah. in the cake. Another bit I was reading, there was actually a, a conference of gangsters in real life, which Capone turned up to 
and basically he stormed out of it because he wasn't happy. So it's all the crime families from across America. Mm. So yeah, so I, I thought Some Like a Hot was just a nice kind of romantic comedy, but actually... But it's factually correct. Yeah, the whole <laughs> thing is factually true. <laughs> so there you go. Um, well, yeah, I mean, on the subject of movies, obviously, the obvious one is The Untouchables, and there's a scene in that one where Capone beats a guy to death with a baseball bat on a dinner table. Yep. Now, allegedly, that was actually, that's based on, again, possible truth, but actually there were three people at the table. He beat all three of them with baseball oh, wow, bats, wow. and then his, his henchmen shot them. So he, beat, he didn't beat them to death. He just right. bashed them. Um, but you know that's disputed because why would you just sit there and wait for your wait your turn? Yes, quite, <laughs> yeah, yeah. turn at bat. Mean it, do you want to go next or uh, shall I? Well, you were here first. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's possible that, uh, that that was not true. But that's that's uh, there are people who claim to have witnessed it. How did he get to that p- position? It's well, not well-known stuff, but sure. I mean, there's a, there's a bit. Meaning how did... He was washing dishes and stuff. Was, uh, that's what that. I'm saying. How did he get to... From washing so dishes it's, to... It was meteoric, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, he was a son of an immigrant family, Italian immigrants, obviously. Yeah. Um, and he worked in, like, a, a barber store, barber shop in Brooklyn. He basically got to know Johnny Torrio, who I mentioned. He got to know him. And basically saw him as a mentor. So basically, as a youngster, he was basically working for Johnny Torrio. Sure, yeah. Uh, Torrio was head of the gang. Now he, when he, as I went, mentioned, he went into semi-retirement. When he sort of took a back step, the reason was that, as always in these cases, the, the head of the gang was assassinated. Torrio oh. took over yeah. the gang by assassinating his predecessor. Right. Is this all over haircuts? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good. so Torrio had a, there was an assassination attempt on Torrio. So he said, you know, screw this. And he says, he turned to Capone, who at that point would have been 26, and yep. said, right, you're in charge. I'm going to Italy. I'm going on holiday right, for okay. a few years. Yeah, yeah. And that basically, Capone there you go. is now ahead of the game. Right, 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 right. Okay. So it is a meteoric rise, yeah. Well, right. Leading up to the um, uh, the Valentine's Day massacre, mm-hmm. Capone was responsible for the death of all of the Northside gang leaders for the five years leading up to that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's almost certain that he killed... Moran as well. Responsible in the sense that he ordered the hits. Yeah. Or actually. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. 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 Bugs Moran wasn't there at the Valentine's Day. No. He would have been. They they thought he was. Why was he not there? He was on his way, but he was late. (laughs) He was late. (laughs) He was late Late for his own death. He was late for his own execution. (laughs) Wow, wow. Just don't make no sense, Bugs. Yeah. Also... Always what a name, Bugs Moran. I know, yeah, yeah. They've got great. Like, remember when you had to go when you're at school, when you're like uh, secondary school, and you you go to see the teacher or whoever it was, and they're like, <laughs> the "What is Bugs?" <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it's like, what what do you want to do with your career? You go to see the career advisor or whatever it's called, and be like, "My name is Bugs Moran." It's like, well, you'll be a mobster. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Like, well, his name's name George. His name was George. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not enough. Bugs. Little Georgie Moran bugs these days. There were so many bugs back then. Everyone was bugs. What is bug short for? Or is it just, just a, a nickname? A nickname, yeah. Ah. Bugsy, Bugsy Seagull. Bugsy Seagull, yeah. Who we mentioned bunny. in the last episode. Bugsy Bunny. Bugs bunny. Bugsy Malone. Bugsy, he's Bugsy not Malone. Real, <laughs> he's not real. The name's Spatch Colombo. <laughs> um, you can be an accountant. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't have... <laughs> My name's Al Capone. Uh, <laughs> if Moran hadn't have been late, he'd have been the late Moran. He would hey. have been, yeah. <laughs> They did have some great names. You've got uh, Patsy Lalordo, or Pascolino is his real well, these name. These are all men. Yeah. Was he a Patsy? 
No. Oh. Uh, you got Antonio the Scourge Lombardo. <laughs> <laughs> the Scourge. Very good. Yeah. People don't have these kinds of names anymore. They should, really should. No, they don't. At all. I might rebrand to Bug Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to change career. After the massacre, um, Bugs Moran said to, I think it was a newspaper reporter, he said, uh, uh, only Al Capone uh, kills people like this. And then <laughs> basically on the same day, Al Capone said exactly the same thing. Only Bugs Moran kills people like uh, this. Right, yeah, so yeah. he's basically saying, oh, nothing to do nothing to Sure, do. sure. The crime itself, the murder itself, is yes. unsolved. What do you mean? Of all those people? Yeah. Everyone knows who they think did it. But yeah. no one at the, the police investigation basically went nowhere. Really? Code of silence. Did they oh, ever see me? There's no yeah. witnesses. No, yeah. No, no witnesses. Well, there are some witnesses, but the what, what they saw was... But so they never saw nothing. They never saw nothing. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. There okay. was uh, two guys, or there was four guys, or yeah. there was... They had. They were nothing. five foot four, or four foot one. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do, do we never know the f- two or four names of the fake cops and the two gunmen? Or has that ever been no. divulged? No. <laughs> what about Burke? Burke? Who was arrested... Um, he was supposed to be one of the architects of it and might have been a gunman. There's, yeah, there was supposed to be. He, he fled immediately <laughs> no after. Actual. Yeah. He fled immediately after and a little while later um, was in a car accident at a junction. And when a policeman came to the car accident, he just shot and killed the, car, the policeman. Oh, right. And then went on the run. Nice. And uh, was later spotted by a sort of... Um, Who is he, though? Part he, of he was an one assassin. of the yeah, he was families. A hired, he was a hired assassin and was known for just knocking Killing. people off and general yeah, were they, robbery. They were, yeah, he was a robber. He had a, Him and a partner were robbers and they were known to wear um, police uniforms. That was what, well, that's the gimmick. That was one of, their, sure, yeah, yeah. one of the things that they did. Which, let's face uh, so it, was pretty effective. But again, anyone who, was, anyone who was associated with any of Capone's gangs the Chicago outfit was like a loose co- collaboration of like smaller gangs so anyone who was part of that was had to basically had to finger point at them and probably one of the gunmen but there's no nothing to sure yeah bring. yeah Burke was one of the people who was uh, it might be him because he used to wear police mm. and presumably the they might have been corrupt policemen well I was going to say presumably your uh, I don't know a percentage of the actual police were paid off anyway to look the other way I don't know and then once yeah. you've done that, it's like, that's the end of that, basically, isn't it? You're not going to get anything done at all. Um, Burke was only put away for the, the murder of that policeman. That policeman. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. for anything to do with um, Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. But he's the closest thing we've come to a direct suspect. Yeah, because uh, they traced him through a car that they'd found. You own a car. You own a car. Bent to right. Yeah, there was a guy who worked in a petrol station who, or gas station who spotted him. He used to read a lot of um, crime ma- detective magazines. Oh, yeah. And the photograph was in there. Oh. And he went, he's Oi. Like, wait a minute. He, he lives <laughs> here. <laughs> he fills up his car here. Yeah. <laughs> so as it was done, but then he wrote a letter to the police. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was that they... Um, they raided Burke's home and they found a bulletproof vest and like hundreds of thousand dollars in bonds and they found some 
two Thompson submachine guns mm-hmm. and ammo and everything. Anyway, they traced the, the submachine guns using ballistics, comparatively yep. young science of ballistics, and they've re- uh, found that those guns were used at the massacre. Okay. So that's part right. of what okay. the evidence Well, there you go then. So, I mean, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence, but I mean, I mean you know, the likelihood is... Could have put them there, but... Sounds like we've just solved it. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done, guys. Right, excellent. <laughs> Next. Nice. nice one. Years later, 1935, there's what's called the uh, the Bolton Revelations. Now, this is in, um, part... Do you know the Barker gang? Uh, uh, Mar Barker? I've heard of the... Mar Barker. So the, the Barker gang uh, is basically it's this is the same sort of time period you know the the, the whole Bonnie and Clyde Bugsy Malone times. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically they were again as a group of gangsters um, Doc Barker and Mar Barker and it's like a family and then they have their associates. Now they when they took these into custody, one of the people was called uh, well they killed Mar Barker and Doc Barker. But when they took the rest of the gang into custody, Byron Bolton um, was one of them. Now he apparently claimed to know all about everything that happened yeah so he was um he said that there was a he was at the meeting where they plotted the murder of bugs moran and with with capone and and his associates people like frank nitty and what have you one gang could run this city one gang they were out sort of (laughs) they just basically went on a fishing trip and then was part of the fishing trip was just a plan Murders as well. Sure. So he was he was there oh, at that fish. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he he also I'm said gonna, I'm gonna fish. <laughs> so he said that he and another guy were supposed to watch the garage and signal a phone into a cafe, the murder a garage, cafe when Bugs Moran arrived at the meeting. And apparently yes. he said that he phoned when he saw someone arrive at the meeting he thought it was Bugs Moran but obviously we know it wasn't yes and that's he was late when, mm. that's yeah, when yeah. The just police some other up. guy in a brown suit yeah so basically he claimed uh, that he was part trilby. of the meeting to do the planning and he was part of the uh, like a lookout and, the, and to charge to signal but whether that's true or not we don't know it's all a quite bit because um, everyone's like mm, yeah Al Capone <laughs> and uh, what would we call that era the Golden Age. Go, well, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's. De- Wasn't it, the, it roaring, depression? the Roaring Twenties? Well, was it? Mm. I, I was still yeah. in the thirties, but. but I don't understand that because Prohibition started in 1919. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how did well, it, it ran roar? For, it ran for 13 years. Yeah, but yeah. how oh, was right. so it's the rubbish? 20s. Yeah, but they said yeah. it was roaring. Yeah, I know, I know. But it was, wasn't it roaring in oh, Britain? In Europe, Britain? No, it was called no in in the US. Was it? Well, anyway, I was going to say. Henry Ford, the automobile. Yeah. Roaring engines. <laughs> yeah. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, I was going to say, was it, because it's quite a romantic view of that era, but was it a nice time to be alive then? I mean, it sounded a bit horrible. No. <laughs> no. Well, you're probably unemployed and you can't get a drink. So well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful but time. everyone's like, hey, Al Capone, you know. Yeah. Now, I'm talking about. Yeah, but... Again, he's he's one of these figures where he's seen as being like a Robin Hood type. Oh, is he? On the outside. Oh, he's one well, of But all of these people were. No, I know, you yeah. know. 20 in the top pocket. That's yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. I'm not convinced it was that hard to get a drink. Oh, no, not really. But, I mean, no. there was nearly 22,000 speakeasies that were run by the monsters well, really? alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, prohibition, prohibition in itself was 
absolutely useless for what yeah, she intended, yeah. which was nobody to, believed in it. Only nobody believed it. It was just yeah, a yeah. law that everyone went, oh, yeah, but no. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get a drink. And yeah. But what it gave birth to was obviously all the money that would have gotten to tax revenue for alcohol went to gangsters. Yeah. And everyone had to drink the most awful antifreeze so any old crap that they've made yeah, 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 yeah. and it's the americans horrible. are still doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. drink it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. no wonder they drink such weak beer nowadays yeah, yeah. such weak beer. cold beer all right so slagging off our <laughs> I'll slagging off our yeah. listenership <laughs> california it's mainly know. it's mainly yeah. oh, do we yeah. mainly get, oh, we're telling will the facts oh, sorry now, yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. sorry the, all um, american listeners but you're you're it's not even beer is it i'm not even gonna the brown water yeah the um yeah, it's mainly quite high percentage of, specifically in California for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah. thank you very much. Just going back to the prohibition. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm Let's just, not. I'm just slagging off all the Americans here, but <laughs> I get they only did. Lo- You've just had World War One. Yep. Have like, they though? Yeah, exactly. Have no, they? Yeah, even in the last two years, or whatever. Have they? <laughs> have they? Yeah. But it's a bit of a dick move by your government to be like, right now we're banning alcohol when you come sure, out yeah. of that. Yeah. Imagine if. Mm. Like, yeah. I won't tell you. Now you've got all political. your liberties back. We're going to take the main one away. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Imagine if they lifted all lockdowns. Yeah. Right. And then was like, but we're banning alcohol across the sure. UK. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, cheers, right. Guys. So you mean yeah, you can yeah. go out, yeah. but all the pubs are shut. Yeah. Um, cheers. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Just yeah. done four years. Some of us had to go to France. Well, that's what... a trench. <laughs> Come back. Yeah. Time to get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Is it a, a, a romantic view of that? Why, why do we look upon him as a kind of anti-hero, or do we, yeah, or do we think he's just a bloke who from from he's films? A, he's definitely not a hero. He's not a hero. No, no. I mean he's an entrepreneur who took advantage yeah. of a situation and sure, exploited yeah. it. I mean, let's face it. Name, also name another equi- equivalent. You know, gangstery person, and I don't mean your list of s- silly names, <laughs> uh, whatever Excuse Bugsy, me? whatever. The uh, I'm just talking about Bugsy, Bugsy. just globally known because it. I would say if you say Al Capone to most people, they'll yeah. go, "Oh yeah, uh, um, gangster man or something." Pablo Escobar. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Mm. But that's yeah, mm. few and far But again, between. he would he invested yeah. heavily in Medellin. Yeah, town. yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so to them, it was a local. They loved hero. him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. They literally did love him. Didn't they? And cocaine was their number one export as a sure, country. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I also think the Al Capone, to answer well, a slightly serious attempt at answering your question. <laughs> oh yeah. I think because he was he was born in the states, wasn't he? He was born in Brooklyn. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But he was the only, he, I think he was one of eight, and he was the only one born in America. Right. And he came from this kind of Italian working class background from sure. Brooklyn, moved to Chicago and all that. And I think there is a sort of rags to riches, uh, back against the wall, um, a, a sort of a, an American dream type mm. story to him. And I think a lot of people <laughs> like that. Kill everyone in your way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Murdered yeah. him, killer. Yeah. But also, he sponsored soup kitchens and all right. sorts of things. Right, well, like okay, so. did he? Yes. Well, but, but it's... What? Do you not like well, soup? Well, there's not really much <laughs> You love that that you soup kitchen was open for, for very long Oh, so you mean it's one of those... It's much more of a publicity stunt. Oh, of course it was all publicity, then, you but, know, you know... We might make nice do, soup. All you got to do is one bloke say, and the other bloke, oh, he's... 
It's great. He's great. You the soup kitchen. It's yeah. like, oh, really? Oh, and then you say, did, yeah. did you hear this? Did you yeah, hear this? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's how you do it. It's PR. So I might do that. Control the media. Just tell everyone. Just tell everyone you vote for Jed's soup. soup. <laughs> just to get some good publicity. <laughs> Jed's <Yeah>. eats. <laughs> Jed's I've known the soup yet. Have you? Have you? No one cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? <laughs> one thing when I did a little bit of research, um, yeah. which I find quite research? good. Research? Yeah, a little bit of research. Absolute mad. They used to do those they used to have like conferences didn't they that yeah. was that's I just, what round table yeah round table yeah mm. like all them yeah but the, but mafia like oh, yeah yeah but that's a kind yeah. of a thing isn't it or not really is it like the, you, you know it's like films it is you have like cop 26 where all like you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. But, but, no but, cops yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got like you know brazil the u.s da, 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 sure, yeah, yeah. Up, but it's like we're having a mafia conference and then they all turn up and they have a nice hotel and just yeah, I've just quite I've, like. I've been agreed territory. Yeah. I was uh, I was in San Francisco a few years ago. In fact, it was uh, shortly before Twin Towers happened, and uh, not that it's related. Just to give you a time point, <laughs> and uh, I was in a restaurant with a friend of mine who was a native San Franciscan, and uh, I don't know if they call them that. <laughs> Almost but definitely not. not. <laughs> and uh, yep. we were just in this uh, seafood restaurant down one of the piers. And it was just us, and then there was this long table full of guys in the corner, around just oh, yeah. around the corner from us, Here we just go. quietly eating away. Mm-hmm. And the conversation on this table was like some kind of cliche Italian, like Italian Irish mobster gang, and they were all called Tony, yeah. of course, like yeah. all calling each other Tony, and they were Tony. all talking about the business in the south and what they're going to do about Tony and <laughs> Tony Pete. <laughs> and there's somebody else going, oh, oh we saw it, we saw it. Right, right. <laughs> and we just kind of very quietly put our knives down and decided to pay and leave. <laughs> yeah, in we case thought, someone burst we, in. we don't want them to notice that we're here and we can listen. <laughs> sure, yeah. Jeez, oh, it's probably just some laundrette businessman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. they own so, they all, talking about the soup? all the laundrettes. All the laundrettes. <laughs> That's great soup. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different kind of laundrette. <laughs> so when uh, Capone's earnings were finally established, they reckoned he earned uh, a billion dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Blind. Is that in today's yeah, money that or that money? It would be in today's money. Today's oh, okay. money. Yeah. Oh, not much. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, well, what I got. Out of... So it's a billion dollars in his career t- lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Out of what we can probably guess, the uh, usual... Yeah, of, yeah mo- running mobby things. Mob operations. That's, that was his income. And bearing in mind that he didn't actually do most of it. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good business just, model. Never, his, never carried a gun. No. Really? Yeah. Apart from no. that one time. When was that? When he got arrested and did a year's prison. <laughs> but that he planted a gun on himself. Oh. Which is quite easy. That's not planting it. Yeah. Just picking a gun up. <laughs> that's just picking it up. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what he did. That's true. I planted a phone on yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah Pled guilty immediately. And right. Be- because he got under so much heat in Chicago or Florida or wherever he was. He went somewhere... Remember. Because basically the the other mob bosses said you're bringing too much attention to us, right, which is mm. true. Yeah. Um, and he never carried a gun because he just had his henchmen carry guns. Of course, yeah, like, yeah. When you're the top yeah. dog, it's like you're too cool to carry guns. Of course, yeah. they will gun down people for you. And obviously, if the cops stop you, you don't want to have a gun. Yeah. Um, but the way he got himself arrested was to just carry a gun. So that, I think they were waiting for him right. at a train station or something. Okay. To, so it's deliberate. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Get he, out of. But there. you wouldn't expect him to want to do a, a year. I mean, maybe he didn't expect to get a year. I, th- I think that year 
I'm sure we'll come on to Alcatraz, but that year he went. It was he did quite nicely, was, didn't he? Sorry, he did quite nicely and comfortably. It, for that yeah, year. I mean, it was like a, almost a form of house arrest where yeah, he, was, okay. he was in a prison, but it was it was chilled and pretty nice. And I think his family could come and visit. So, well, let's talk about uh, then Capone's arrest. So ultimately, he because obviously they couldn't tie him; he hadn't killed anybody, and he couldn't nope. be tied to anything. Yep, they uh, picked him up on. Income tax evasion, mm. which is that's quite famous. Everyone sort of knows mm. that. Income tax on a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was charged with evasion for so since 1931. He was um, he was released on bail and he was charged with 22 counts of income tax evasion. Income tax evasion. <laughs> that's a laugh. Well, that's the funniest thing I ever heard. Meanwhile, Elliot Ness and the Untouchable yeah, yeah, yeah. Treasury agents they've been tr- sort of trying to do as much damage to his liquor operation as possible and to gather evidence. And they, <laughs> while he's waiting trial for income tax evasion, he's indicted for 5,000 violations of, of the Volstead Act, which is prohibition. 5,000 violations. Right. So, but they still couldn't get him on any of them. What's the Volstead Act? Volstead Act is the act of prohibition. That's oh, the, right, okay. So 5,000 versions of that. 5,000 violations, so like... Yeah. Manufacturing liquor distribution, mm-hmm. etc., etc., etc. What a cue is this? Just they accusing. couldn't tie him to any of it. So Elliot Ness and the Untouchables were useless, were a complete failure as far a as arresting total failure, and yeah, trying. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because ultimately, what they wanted to do was end the manufacturing distribution of alcohol by the mob. By, well, by anybody. Right, you're fine. By, yeah, def- yeah. by definition, <laughs> she's sure, a criminal. Sure. Yeah. Um, and to bring down. Capone, who they knew was like the kingpin. That was what they were there to do. Now, contrary to the film The Untouchables, they didn't. Yes, they didn't right, have a okay. forensic accountant on their team. Yeah, they of didn't course, yeah, bring yeah. the income tax charge. That was done by uh, others. Yep, and they didn't. Uh, they made significant in way in damaging the business. But you know, you smash up one delivery of Canadian whiskey, and another sure. one will pop up down the road. Right. Okay. So they really were completely ineffectual in that regard. Right. So, yeah. so, but they've in '31 they something finally stuck. Something finally stuck. They got him for income tax. So he 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 was charged with evasion of two hundred fifteen thousand dollars in tax on income of just over a million dollars in a, in a five year period, which is uh, up to mm, 20, 24. 20, yeah. 24 to twenty nine. So on a, on a million dollars, you say? On, a, on tax on a million dollars, which is what one thousandth. Of his total income during the period, yeah, <laughs> should, he should have just paid it. Well, yeah, I mean, he had the money. He had the money. He got a fine of fifty thousand dollars, and eleven years in prison. That was his sentence. So, is that where he went to Alcatraz? Well, first of all, he went to um, Atlanta. So he would have been thirty-three. So in May of nineteen thirty-two, he went to Atlanta. And then he was moved to Alcatraz in August of 1934. Why? Publicity. To make a point of it, I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Alcatraz at that point had, I think, had recently opened as a federal Mm. penitentiary. Yeah, he was one of the new... He was one of the earlier inmates, yeah. And this is when Alcatraz was like, you know, the inescapable prison. Yeah, but surely sending all our bad eggs in one basket. Well, a high-profile baddie to a mega mega prison yeah. surely that's publicity times 10 because it's yeah. going yeah this is what was it inescapable 
Yeah, so well, yeah. North America's most notorious criminal yeah, yeah. to their biggest prison. So oh, you, sorry, their most uh, whatever. So you've um, <laughs> their most of what? Yeah, well, it's the highest profile. It's like you know they've they've put together this prison on this remote island. Yeah. It's inescapable. We're going to put all the worst of the worst into this and rock. Did, no yeah. one ever going to escape. You know, Machine Gun Kelly's gone in there. Yes. And who else have we spoken about? Imagine Machine Gun Kelly. A large quantity of rainproof coats. What? Yeah, do you remember that? Oh yeah, to make yeah, the to make the the dinghy make a raft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my personal favourite, yes. who we always talk about, but never, no one knows who he is, Alvin Carpis. Oh yeah, I, I, naturally I forgot. Who is he then? No. Yeah. So uh, he was the fourth person to be named Ten America's, <laughs> Ten <laughs> America's top model. Uh, to be named uh, public America's, enemy number one. America's right. top ten. Yeah. Um, right, uh, okay, yes. Public enemy number one created for Al Capone. Yes, he was the first person to be called public enemy number yeah, one. So he was public enemy number but one, number only one. In, only in Chicago. He was a one. Yeah, yeah. But only in Chicago. Uh, okay. Whereas federally, it was... Dillinger was the first person to be public oh, okay. enemy right. number one. Uh, so what he did you say Alvin Carpis? Alvin Carpis was Alvin the fourth Stardust. person. Yeah. Now, so in 1934, same sort of time period, yep. so you've got John Dillinger, he's declared public enemy number one, yep. he's shot and killed. Then you've got Pretty Boy Floyd, he's declared then declared public enemy number one, he's shot and killed. This is all in 1934. Yep. Then you've got... They've got to find a new number one each time. Got, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then third one, you've got Babyface Nelson, he's declared public enemy number oh, one, all got funny he's names. shot and killed. And then I'm sure the connection is they've got funny names. <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth <laughs> and final one, probably because he didn't have quite as funny a name, he didn't have a... Alvin. Thing. Was Alvin. Yeah. Carpis. <laughs> uh, Alvin Carpis. He wasn't shot and killed. He was imprisoned in Alcatraz. He's the longest serving person in Alcatraz. He was there from pretty much the beginning to the end. Yeah. It was open. Well. So anyway, you've... So Will's been to Alcatraz, everyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, what did you do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He Tax murdered evasion, several yeah, in the nineteen twenties. Yeah. Yep. Um, so was it was it nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> yeah, I went on a tour of Alcatraz. Has anyone ever actually escaped? Because when I did the Ooh. tour, one of the things they said was that no one has ever actually escaped it. There's been like a couple of people that left, but they were never yeah. seen again. And the tour guide. So this is quite an interesting dilemma because. When you go to Alcatraz, you get on the ferry and you go across and the water around it is really choppy. But what I'm told is it's also really, really freezing. So yeah. that's why it was so mm. hard to escape from yeah, it. Because yeah. even if you got off, you couldn't swim because you just perished because it's well, we did, cold. We've done, a, we've done an Alcatraz episode, okay, basically. Well, where I, I should have listened to it. <laughs> well, well, where I claimed I could have swum. You couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a good swimmer. You'd have gone straight down. There is a, an annual swimming event. Really? From kind Alcatraz Island to yeah. shore. Okay. So they all... But they probably wear wetsuits. <laughs> <laughs> they, they may all make it, but were they on prison diets yes. in prison uniform Probably not. absolutely knackered. I would imagine not. Because <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. that when I went on the tour of Alcatraz, the tour guide was saying that there was a couple of people had technically escaped but were never seen again. So yeah. the idea is that they'd probably drowned. Yeah, they say no one's ever escaped because mm. no one is known to have made it ashore. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't if mean you, they didn't. It doesn't yeah. mean they don't. Exactly. But then it's that like 
almost not it's not a moral dilemma but it's almost like a, a manly dilemma of like if you get ashore yeah. do you especially back in those days do you do tell you, everyone well yeah exactly it's like <laughs> yeah. can you, you never guess what I just you, did do you change your identity become someone new or how hard is it if you did do it to resist the urge in a bar to be like well, from our, guess what I did from our yeah, episode yeah. I was I'm, I'm still <laughs> you reckon small you could percent. do it <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah I reckon I reckon I it. no I, there was we questioned we we kind of spent yeah they probably they probably did it but then yeah. they were too because they weren't the two guys and, were known to be really good yes, swimmers yes they were yeah, weren't they yeah, yeah the two yeah, people before they spent years in but they then but it was freezing so they might have made it and then it like it seems like there's not a lot else to do to in death. prison apart from ex exercise yeah. yeah i mean i just think you'd need a wetsuit well they definitely didn't know yeah. do the people that. that do the annual swim do they do it in a wetsuit i would imagine so yeah because well, it'll be mm. it'll be signing your life away little maybe some good you smell. will wear a wetsuit yeah yeah, yeah yeah there is evidence that there was a boat that met them in the bay oh really um yeah again the, the fact the simple fact of the matter is there's there's no evidence that the anglian brothers or frank morris who was supposedly escaped yeah there's no evidence after the fact for years it. later yeah. that anyone went oh well that's yeah that's but him or I was why would guy. you say but 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 could you resist the urge yeah. to not Frank nor is, is there Morris. any evidence that they didn't get across yeah. there was no oh, bodies yeah. ever there's found no, yeah exactly I mean, and they did find um, some of the raincoats that were made into a raft they found mm. them ashore they could have just washed ashore they could yeah. Have, yeah you know I mean it's, it's again it's one of those mysteries that will never really know the answer no one has ever escaped from Alcatraz and no one ever will. So you've um, swam visited swam there. Across <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You, I didn't get the ferry. I swam across <laughs> just to prove a point. Yeah. No props. Yeah. Butterfly. Um, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so you visited. Visited. Saw Al Capone's cell. Nice. It is small. Is um, it? It's very small. Yeah. They purposefully. I mean, they made a point of putting him there and. Um, yeah, I think I don't think you could stand in his cell, but there's definitely like a little plaque next to it when you go. So his cell is it was 133 on B block, which is like inconsequential. It's just a normal row of cells. Yep. It's just mm-hmm. in the middle. There's a little plaque next to it, and it says Al Capone, famous gangster. What w- w- was it? Yeah. Right. Um, I knew he was, but I was very unimpressed, and I was. Sort of, <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I didn't realise he was at Alcatraz or had been there. Right. So when right, I saw yeah. it, I was like, "Oh, Al, C- Al Capone is here." Right. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a small, like narrow cell. You've got a tiny little bed and a little sink, and that's it. But from what I know or what I've read up about, he. He was badly treated there. I think he was basically bullied because right. despite being this be. Yeah, despite being this big mafia boss or mob boss, you know, he was in there for tax evasion and there was some pretty well, all the other guys were really hardened mm. criminals. Yeah. Um so I think he got like beat around in Alcatraz. Right, right. Yeah. Didn't know. So that. He didn't have um didn't have a good time. But people would yeah. have known who exactly who he was. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Oh, there's that idiot who's in for tax evasion, and I murdered yeah. hundreds. But they would have gone. Now's our chance, kind of thing. Yeah, potentially. I think so. Would it be oh. sort of? Uh, you know, if I beat him up, then I'm like. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. How? What was his sentence? Was it like? Because it usually in those kind of yeah tax evasion, nine hundred years. Or, or no, was it eleven years? It was that. Oh, that was it. Right. Normally, you only get a year or two. Yeah. Right. Right. That was considered like huge sentence right mm, so because yeah. was it hoover was he president at the time i think it, it was hoover, hoover yeah. who was making a point of him yes because it's yeah, when yeah. he came into power that's when the because it was the the feds that went after him because yeah. in chicago he was basically untouchable 
because Capone was so in cahoots, but they realized that the federal agents were uncorruptible, quote yeah. unquote. So they right. went in and he Did couldn't he? He, he couldn't pay them off. Right. So okay. that was I why. bet he could have done, but they well, said no. Yeah, but they're uncorruptible. Yeah, sure. Because, yeah. well, they were Treasury, Department of Treasury, because there, was, there wasn't really, there wasn't an FBI at the time. There was a Department uh, of Investigation, but it wasn't, yeah. Technically, a federal agency, so they wouldn't have anything to do in this instance with with. Uh, it would be a city crime. It would be local police. Yeah, right. But then uh, you had okay. treasury agents who did the investigating. So again, they're they're looking for prohibition violations specifically. Anything to do with murder, not their not their remit. That would be police. Right, so. right. So there you go. He was there. Yeah. Other thing about Alcatraz: lots yeah. of seals. Really? Yeah. On on the rock? Or just, in, yeah, have just, they been just generally just jailed in general well, <laughs> for their crimes <laughs> against maybe that's, fish? That's the way to escape: is you just jump on a seal and hold it. <laughs> right, ride yeah. a seal ashore. Right. If you rode a seal ashore, so, you just tie one to each foot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as surf, surf with the surf seal. a seal, or just like if they're all in a row, you can just run yeah. across. Like a yeah. bridge. <laughs> but there's loads of seals. I'd like James yeah, Thompson's episode with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I've, se- I've seen, yeah, yeah they I've all seen, hang out. They, they all hang out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Little do they know what they're yeah. hanging out on. They'll hang out like gangsters. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Mob. Yeah. Chat. <laughs> <For> their meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tony. But he did four years in Alcatraz, I think. Is that all? Because then he got yeah. transferred to the hospital wing. Or yeah. something like that. Was that due to the bullying or...? Uh, I think due it's, to the syphilis. I think it's the syphilis. Mostly do with the syphilis, yeah. Caught up with him. In fact, civilization and syphilization have advanced together. Do we know how he really? caught syphilis? In prison. It was from the age of 15, wasn't it? Oh, right. He, well, he, were, he was a bouncer at a... He didn't uh, catch it uh, in prison. A uh, brothel. In the shelves. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. He caught it. Yeah, it wasn't oh, well, he was a bouncer, bouncer at a brothel. Bouncer at a brothel. Okay. Wow, he was a wow. teenager, yeah. In Brooklyn. Blimey, that's a... In Brooklyn. That's you a, put, put two and two together and yeah. you'll work out what happened. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Saturday job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right. So, yeah. So, it's, uh, so, by the time, you know, years later, that's got worked its way quite a long So, he went to system. hospital because of that disease. What, what happens to you when you get syphilis? Tell me well, it's, everything. It, it works its way to your... To your brain, you go mad. Oh, does it? I yeah. thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> it works. It's, it works on all your stuff. Um, well, it's, you just um, go mad. Well, yeah. I mean, just I, I couldn't get yeah, to the there's, a, there's a word for it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the technical term, but that it's, is essentially what it is. You know. So, I mean, it's called paresis, which is when it's at its last stages. You're delusional. Yeah. You right. think you think you're used to run a like mob racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's <Exactly>. crazy. <laughs> I'm a seal. Yeah. <laughs> I a... used to run Chicago. The gang needs me. I'm the leader. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, it's syphilis. Disease knob. <laughs> I wonder if in the hospital they fed him spotted dick just for fun. Hey. <laughs> That's going to mean nothing no, in America. It was well, <laughs> a very yeah, yeah. British what? joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he died of uh, cardiac arrest. He had a stroke. Why did I think it was a of of groinal area? Because that's where you, how you contract it. It's oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. It's an STD. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. It's TI now, isn't it? Uh, it changes everything. Yeah. Is it not going changes? No, it's an infection. Right. So, yeah. There you As go. we all cross our legs. So he's riddled with disease. <laughs> slash infection. Mm. Uh, so he died in 1947. Right. In there? Uh, not not in Alcatraz. Alcatraz. No, in Florida. 
No, right. And his, he was released on compassionate grounds. Blimey. All those things he's done. And they went, yeah, oh, he's off you go. Well, they reckon that by that stage, he, he had the mental capacity of a, like a 12-year-old. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So, All right, fine. As I say, a twelve-year-old go with bike. a gold-plated Tommy gun. <laughs> a twelve-year-old gangster and a load of henchmen. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was he was too far gone to. Right. To do. Yeah, so he had a couple of heart attacks and he passed away in Florida. There's a, a an interesting um, portrayal of him in his final year mm-hmm. in the recent movie Capone. Oh right. How recent is that? Twenty twenty. I don't think I've seen that. With Tom Hardy. What's it about? Playing Tom Hardy. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom really? Hardy That's yeah. quite who, new, then. Who looks phenomenally like him. Right, right. Even without the makeup. What era was he Was it depicting all it's of Late it? stage syphilis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. It's the last year of his life. Oh, okay. When, when he's in, uh, in protection. Oh, right, 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 right. And yeah. It didn't get great reviews. Oh, okay. I think a lot of people seeing a movie it was called about Capone syphilis. about Al Capone thought they were going to get yeah him. sure sure and it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, not yeah. and it's just a sad it's just not dying an man. old man right okay. slowly coming yeah. to the end of decrepitude you know <laughs> it's a movie about syphilis with a few flashbacks and one right, rather okay. interesting and amusing scene with a gold Tommy gun okay which so, I yeah. won't spoil no but don't it's good fun I'm going to watch that what else did you watch I watched Scarface because I haven't seen that in a long time. What, the, which one? The oldest one. The 1950... No, not the, not the 1958, 59, what was it? What, not Al Pacino? Yeah, the Al Pacino. Oh, that's nothing, what's that got to do with it? No, it's not. It's got nothing to do no, with right. it. Oh, okay. Why are you is that how you that? found out by watching it? Yeah. I watched a film... I watched Dumbo <laughs> the other day. What the fuck is wrong with this guy, mate? Are you kidding me or what? Because it's... It kind of pretends that it is, but it's not. It's just like like a lot of like dozens and dozens of films have taken loose inspiration. Oh, okay. And All just right. run with it. <laughs> well, speaking of inspiration, you know yes. the the image you always have of like the twenties gangster with the pinch suit. Mm, yes, that's based yeah. on Capone. Spats. Mm. He's probably the Spats. only person who dressed like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. all the rest. Everyone else who was an actual gangster doing gangstery things like shooting people didn't want to look no stand out. out. Yeah, so yeah, he'd be wearing a very plain drab, everyday right, clothes, yeah. not not spats, <laughs> spats Colombo. <laughs> they all wore. The, did they not? They all wore hats in that era. Just they all wore the, hats, but just can move the hats. But they yeah, yeah but they wouldn't uh, stand out. Yeah. Right, right. The whole uh, as a whole out, uh, outfit. But he was big on that, wasn't he? Sort of. Being a character, exactly, yeah, yeah. Like really. all, the, all the other gangsters, they wanted to not blend in, yeah, because you don't sure, want yeah. the police mm. on your back. Sure, because, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, if you're running of... underground crimes, the last thing you wanted, well, all crime is underground, is it? <laughs> anyway, if you're you know running an underground like racket, mm. you want to you don't you don't want to be like front and center. But I think that's why a lot of the other gangsters got annoyed with him. They were trying to call these truces, or we can share yeah. the money. But Capone was like, "Well, no, I want it all, and I'm going to gun yeah. you lot down." Yeah, exactly. There's lots of photos of of gangsters and mobsters in groups, but they're all like looking to the ground the other way, holding <laughs> yeah, their yeah. hats over their faces. Right, no, right. No. He, despite wanting to pose for a photo, posing, yeah. he's out front he yeah. with jazz hands. Yeah. But when he was when he was on the lam once, like on the run, he yeah. called a press conference just to like, say hello. Yeah. Yeah. Right, That's right. what I mean. Gangsters well, 
having press conferences. It's, <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> Imagine if you got asked to do that gig, Jed. Just, oh, yeah, can you just go along and photograph yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Mega. I'm trying to think what the modern-day equivalent of that is. We don't really have any. A wine, we don't Weinstein party. Really, do we? A Weinstein party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So surely he's got some living heirs. Um, he does have a niece. A niece? Yeah. Niece? Who, who worked with a voice actor to recreate, because there's no recordings of him. Yeah. So Is she it worked not? With, no, so she worked with a voice actor to recreate his voice as best she could remember it. Hey, she said she can still She could have said anything. It's all like that. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he married and... That's right, May. And they stayed married throughout his whole life. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was faithful to the marriage, but not necessarily faithful to her. <laughs> yeah see what I mean I, so, I, I'll yeah. remember that I'm going to write that down <laughs> honestly it's faithful, faithful to, to the, the notion the notion of the marriage I'm faithful to this marriage but yeah because his wife was Irish so it's an Italian Irish yeah, family it's like Springsteen is, it, is um, he but that, yeah he's uh, Italian Irish <laughs> does he carry a baseball bat yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Everywhere. And Al Capone actually wrote Born to Run. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently lots of people have claimed yeah. to have been his, his illegitimate children. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he, had, yeah. he only had one son. Right. Appropriately named Sonny. Yep. Sonny Capone. Who would, uh, I don't know when he was born, but he could he could easily be still alive. But uh, He died in 2004, right, in his 80s. Um, he changed his name in in 1966 to uh, Smith to Brown. Yeah, <laughs> it was <well>, close, <laughs> so to to remove the, yeah, sure. the ties. When when did he decide to sorry get rid of his name? 1966. He left it quite late, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, mm. just if one more person calls me, <laughs> yeah, just one more. One you more say that yeah. one more time, I'll fucking right. change my name. All right, one more. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was. Um, yeah, he was 85 when he died in 2004. Okay, any more about movies? Um, uh, well, there's the... the you watched another one, didn't you? There's the aptly named Valentine's Day Massacre. Yes, yes. What's that about? What that? That's <laughs> hey! 1967. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, and it kind of... It almost sets itself out as a documentary. Who's in that? Uh, it? Do we, Jack do we know? Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uncredited. Oh. I had to pause it and I just thought, wait a minute. That's, that's guy, Jack That guy with a really weird voice, because he puts on a weird voice. <laughs> well, as as normal. <laughs> like some whispery gangster voice. And Bags that looks incredibly like a young Jack Nicholson. It, it, it totally is. He's he got playing? one line. Uh, just some oh, little like, mob guy. Just some, right. Just some guy. Yeah, just some... Just some dude. <laughs> is he one of the guys that gets shot, or is he shooting, or is no, he just... just a... Just even yeah, less, more peripheral. Shadowy. Yeah. So there are no... Background mob There guy. are no right. names. But it's a, it's a Roger it. Corman oh, is yeah. joint. Wow, wow. Uh, which is why Jack Nicholson's in it, because he was in other Roger Corman movies as well. Right, so it's okay. like You know how people get their hmm. stock yeah. cast of, act of actors. Uh, Jason Robards and George Siegel are, are in it. Jason Robards is great. Yeah. So that's... I might watch that. Hmm. It's sort of... Drum it, it pretty much drama sort of dramatises the facts, if you know, okay. I mean, and kind of strings it together with little bits of text. That'll do. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not unlike most of these movies. It's not loosely based on on it. They name all the characters. Mm. It's very much right. based okay. on right. the known 
known fact. So it's a good it's a good film anyway. It's a great movie, um, but it's also relatively uh, accurate as well. But is Burke in it? Is it Burke? Have I created a character? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Burke. Who is the character who we're chatting I about? I don't know if he's here? named as Burke. Be interesting to look. You at said it. Burke's the one that we think was there yeah. that's the closest, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who, who he had the guns in his house that were, yeah. I don't know if <laughs> he, he had the smoking guns, <laughs> the smoking guns, literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if he's named a named character, right? But yeah, it's possible because the, the the people like uh, like I mentioned, Frank Gusenberg was there, mm. um, so he's named, and um, Patsy Lalordo is named, right? Yeah, it's got Jack Nicholson is Gino. <laughs> so they just stop, stop bothering with full names. Sure, yeah. Gino. Yeah, Gino. Just uh, on popular culture. Oh yeah. Just you know, this has come to me right now. Yes. You know the way that in lots of gangster films or shady films, <laughs> oh, yeah. whenever people go into like underground car parks, bad stuff happens. Usually. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Do you not, think that that ultimately comes not from not the never Valentine's Day it. massacre? Well, it's never looking for a good parking space. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, a great one over here. Through, like maybe that is the ultimate. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the connection. Like, I think it's just because it's, it's just it's, come from. It's because it's isolated. It's yeah. an isolated place, so it's sinister. It's a good, yeah. good place to sort of say, well, you yeah. know, I'm on my own. There's no windows. So yeah. I can't be. No one can see or hear me, and I'm vulnerable. So generally badly. Lit. I think it's it's based on the fact that. Crimes get committed in those places, yeah. As well. <laughs> rather than <laughs> rather than uh, the St. Vandalus massacre, which was not underground, it was in a garage. Yeah, I mm. cannot emphasise enough. It was a garage, <laughs> it's not a restaurant. Not a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, but it was a garage. But I'm just, yeah, maybe underground car parks. I don't know, but it's just. It's the ultimate inspiration. You're right, though. It's I'm a just classic. Sort of thinking. It's a classic you, scene, and I'm like, well, actually, the scene, that's you go, what it's from. Yeah. This isn't going to end well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Surprise, birthday. Like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's true. You don't go into an underground garage expecting like, a, yeah. a parade. Birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know one interesting thing is that the if you go to the, the Mob Museum in Las Vegas... <laughs> uh, got museum. Brilliant. They, uh, they've got the, the wall... From the garage with the bullet holes in it. Oh, really? <laughs> really? They, they bought the bricks, yeah, and reassembled oh, it. That's amazing. In the mob museum, is have they got the car, Bonnie and Clyde car? Because I'm pretty sure it's That's in Las a, Vegas, isn't it? It's in Las Vegas, but it's in. Is it just a, in a bar? There are several or claims to that. Car. Yeah, the one that is supposedly is in a is in a casino. Well, anyway, that's another one of Will's bizarre crime spot holidays, going to see the area where Bonnie and Clyde were shot. But yeah. The um, that's that's another. <laughs> well, in fact, we've done Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> what what prompted you to go to? A, a, <laughs> stretch of road in the middle of nowhere <laughs> okay I, I'd go there by the way can I just oh, yeah, say I'd, I'd happily fly there now but why Jed why <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's, it's good it's a bit like Alcatraz we just turn up by um, in the sense that I didn't actually realise Al Capone had been at Alcatraz at the time I went but Bonnie and Clyde we were driving through Louisiana and we were on our way somewhere else and it was literally we saw a sign turning right or something saying you know, they highlight it saying the scene of Bonnie and Clyde or whatever. Oh, and we, we had nowhere else to be. So we thought, why don't we go? So we turned off the road and you go down this even smaller road and you get to this place called Gibbsland, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And it is 
tiny. Um, it's not even a one horse town. It's half a horse town. <laughs> um, Shetland pony town. <laughs> yeah. The, the smallest Shetland pony you've ever yeah. seen. Half that, and that's how okay, big it is. Fine, yeah. And then you get in there. Can't and, emphasize how small it is. <laughs> and then you have a Bonnie and Clyde museum, which is like one house, and then there's a couple of other houses. And then there's another sign saying, if you drive down this road on the left as you're driving out, um, there's like a little plaque and a little wooden stone. And that's where they were ambushed. So you can just drive to the spot and you can get out. Nice. And um, yeah, you can see... The, Lie in the road. Yeah. And it has on the other <laughs> side of the vert, on the road, there's a sort of a bank which drops down. So... Mm, perfect place to hide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was It was their ambush, wasn't it? Where yeah, they yeah. all... Yeah, exactly. Lined up. Did um, you go to the gas station where the phone call was made? Probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, there was there weren't many. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, un- unknowingly, almost certainly went to the gas station. Yeah. So that's how we ended up. Uh, me and my friend ended up at the yeah the spot where Bonnie and Clyde. So we got out and did. Um, unfortunately, I don't know where these photos are. <laughs> but selfie of you in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We set up and we pretended to be shooting each other. Excellent. Great. Excellent. What's the idea? Yeah, exactly. Lie on the road. Yeah, just lay in the road. It's it's a completely like inconsequential place. Yeah. Like, I'd still like to go there. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a country lane in North Yorkshire. <laughs> like genuinely, that's what it's like. Where massive murder. <laughs> yeah. So where else did you go on your US tour of death? I mean, I think we've sort of covered it really. I think Jed's bigged it up slightly. Oh, yes. um, it was basically Bonnie and Clyde and Alcatraz. Yeah. Um, I don't think we. I mean, again, unknowingly, we may have been to loads. <laughs> um, if you're it's in crime the, everywhere. Yeah, if you're in the That's States, true. you're never far from a gun, are you, or something. Waco, you could have gone via there. Could have gone via Waco, Texas. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Um, when you did the tour in Alcatraz, were other things highlighted there? As well? We've mentioned a couple of other, other plaques. known villains. Did that, were other characters highlighted while you were there? They were. I can't remember, <laughs> so I can okay. bullshit around this answer if you want. Um, yeah. so, so I wouldn't know if it was true or not. <laughs> no, but yeah, there they were definitely. Um, but I do remember his cell was the main highlight. That's definitely true. Um, like that was, was the like, main selling point. Yeah, people but, like queued up, but I don't think did they? Did they have like yeah. Robert Stroud? And the Birdman of Alcatraz. The Birdman was a big. So yeah, so the Birdman of Alcatraz was like a big sort of uh, highlight of it, because yeah. um, he's a very interesting character. But just generally, the from the tour, from what I remember, um, it's a fair few years ago now. Like, it was. It's just an impressive place to go because it is like the ultimate prison. You know, it's sort yeah. of. It's surrounded by water, and I think back in the day there was rumours that sharks would like swam around it. Mm. Obviously, they didn't because it's too fucking cold for them as well. Yeah, right, right. Let alone the humans trying to escape. You know, yeah, think about the poor old sharks trying to kill the humans. <laughs> well, it's a good way uh, to dissuade people getting in the water. <laughs> yeah. It's probably sharks. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you do get a sense though when you go like how horrific it would have been to actually have been sent there. Yeah. It is like a soulless, horrible place. But nice views. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, that's the thing. His cell looked across the bay, and I think they did that. had a window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, well, through the bars. Um, They did that to almost Mm. punish him, so he could see freedom. That's what you would have won. He could see San Francisco, which is, of course... 
what a great city, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. And that's the pain of being on Alcatraz is you're, you've got this body of water between you and you have, like, one of the most, like, thriving, upbeat, like, one of the greatest cities in the world, really, San Fran. It's, mm. it's cool, isn't it? It's trams and all sorts. Trams. Yeah. That's the way trams I identify yeah. cool. <laughs> trams. Trams. But going back to Jed's idea about, you know, thriving 20s or roaring 20s. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco, I reckon, would have been a cool place to be. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting when you say, "Oh, you got you got the great view and everything." My my immediate instinct was, "Oh, they gave him the the best <laughs> yeah. best room in the house." <laughs> no, but I think it was to yeah to punish him, so yeah. to speak, to make him feel yeah that's freedom and should have paid your taxes, mate. Yeah, let alone gunning down all those people in on St Valentine's Day. Or did he? Or, or did, did he? he? Exactly. <laughs> That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Will, Jed and Rue, and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary. (laughs) 